Hey, everybody. Your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at Myself a Home. And we have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today is episode 141, Decorating Misconceptions Debunked. I love that. I do too. I do too. There's so many people that are afraid to decorate or tentative, or they say, I can't do this because, and today we're going to debunk all that for you. I love debunking. Whenever I can debunk, (laughs) I'm all for a debunk. Now, usually I go along. I usually don't debunk, but today let's debunk. I mean, we we want to clear the air. We mm -hmm. don't want anybody um, living under myths or false. Under the yoke of misconceptions. Oh, my my goodness. Carrying the weight of decor Mm -hmm. misconception around with you is Mm -hmm. unworthy of our people. Let's start our debunking. Yes. If I'm going to ask you, what thing did you, what decorating uh, thing did you believe that uh, was debunked? And you were like, oh, what? Oh, I have one. Okay. Uh, that we talk about a lot, but I thought all the wood tones in the room had to be exactly the same. Uh, and if do, it was do, off do. just a little bit, it was a big bomb a big mm. no-no wow. and what now, did you come to find out Anita? well it, that, that well first <laughs> off that's not true i mean it's it's just not true do we have like a eh button or something you know well that does we gotta that, get one i don't have that one. if it's okay i can just make that sound because i have a you know i've got this two week cold so i can make a good eh sound okay great i don't know if we're gonna be how we're gonna feel at the end of the episode <laughs> Oh, you'll love it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that was something I learned. And it does, it adds so much interest to the room when they are not exactly the same. And the Mm. only way to really get them exactly the same is to buy everything matchy matchy. And we all know that's really something that we highly recommend against. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's a eh, no. All right. How about you, Kelly? Did you believe um, a uh, decorating sort of rule that when you found well, I, out it was Yeah, I think a lot shocked. of these things are just, you know, sort of one person says it, another person says it, and then somebody at a magazine picks up on it, and all of a sudden, you know, this is what it is. But if you really take a, some of these things apart, you know, they might have a modicum of sense to them, but really right. in, in reality, they don't. And one mm-hmm. that seems to be pretty prevalent is that if you paint a room dark, it's going to look smaller. And that's, that is not true. <laughs> dark colors, actually, it's scientific that dark colors recede. Okay. And light colors mm-hmm. advance. So mm-hmm. that's not a decorating thing. That's like a science thing, you know? So um, mm-hmm. if you paint a room, a dark color, it actually sort of looks like the the wall is, you know, you see that it's there, but it's pulling away from you. I mm-hmm. had this experience, not even inside, but with a fence. I When we moved into our house before this one in San Marino, the fence was white in the back and the the bushes were growing, but they weren't very big. And when so when you looked out at the backyard and our yard was not very big, you saw this white fence. 
you couldn't get away from it. It was like, that's where it stops. That's the end of this yard. Gee, it's not very big, you know? (laughs) And so I painted the fence and I wasn't really thinking about making it necessarily recede. I was just kind of wanting it to blend in with more of the natural colors. So So I didn't want to go green. green, So I I went with this dark Mm -hmm. musket brown. And all of a sudden it receded it went back it went away that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense and so i that happens inside too it wasn't so so obvious to your eye and it wasn't uh glaring right well it's it's because white colors light white comes towards you light colors well it wasn't a contrast colors go away with the greenery around it yeah right Dark colored walls are very dramatic. They are very dramatic. So let me just finish mm-hmm. on this thought. So we sure. then pe- on the then people start to the next step. Well, then white. If you paint your walls and your ceiling all white, your room's going to feel bigger. Well, not necessarily. Mm. If you paint a very big room all white and whatnot, or a very small room white, the 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 white is still going to sort of advance towards you. So the the actual wall itself might appear bigger, but it's gonna, it's not going to make the room feel bigger. It'll be light and airy, but it, mm-hmm. it the light color comes towards you. So it's not necessarily going to make a small room feel bigger in square footage. It'll have a lighter, airier look to it, but it's not going to make it feel and live like a bigger room. Wow. Interesting. She even gave us scientific proof. I like that. She blinded me with science. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my debunked misconception was that um, dark ceilings make a room look closed in. That is not correct. That is not correct. Oh, no. Well, it's the and, same, I guess it's the same philosophy mm-hmm. here. And, but I would say if you have a very long room, that might be something that I would keep it light. I do like white ceilings. I just do. But here's a way that you could make it look fresh. Try to put crown molding with it. Yeah. White crown molding. How pretty is that? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, like the a, dark you, with the white and that mm-hmm. is such a the big chunky white molding that is such a sharp look. It is a sharp look. Now, I don't know that I'd ever, it just doesn't suit my style. Maybe a bedroom would be gorgeous. But all I keep thinking about is your beautiful metallic ceiling in one of your bedrooms, Kelly. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. And it does not make it feel like the ceiling is coming down or you have to duck to go into the room at all. It's beautiful. And actually, um, we'll be talking about this, I think, into the new year, but I'm going to um, do that someplace else in my house. I'm excited. Okay. So I have another one that I hear all the time. Still, painting and acting antique piece of furniture devalues it. No. It, well, this is widely believed that, well, well unless the you're going not, to go can to we say painting? Can we say painting a vintage piece? No, no, if no. If you well, have a really expensive antique, leave it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I Well, I haven't qualified it. I mean, there are yeah. qualifiers, obviously. Yes. If it's museum quality, obviously you can't yes. paint it or it will devalue the, the value of the piece. The deal is most pieces of furniture are not really worth a lot of money. And, and right. the value of antiques has gone down quite a bit. 
So we are not talking about an expensive antique piece. And even if you paid a lot of money for your antique piece, I'm going to say it's probably not worth what you paid for it. I so agree with that. Antique Mm -hmm. prices have gone way down. And there's a lot of antique stain colors that are no longer in style. And if you tried to sell it as is right now, you'd have a hard time selling it for for anything if the stain is dated. Whereas if you paint it into a with a color that is a now color, you can probably sell it for a lot more money. So I would say if it belongs in a museum, don't touch it. Yes. Um, or absolutely. if you're not sure, have it appraised. But right. I'll, most, I, I think you're saying, I'm safe in saying vintage furniture. Well, even a lot of- Can be painted. Vintage, of course, is probably not worth- much, but the a lot of antique furniture, it's just not worth. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not worth. It doesn't have the money value that it that it had ten or twenty years ago. That's true. You're very. I right. mean, which is sad, but it's the case. So there's not. It's not like you're losing a lot of money. Yeah, and you're probably not losing you, any. Especially if you love the piece but don't like the finish, uh, go have it appraised. And if it's not worth it, and you think you would like to keep it, paint it. Mm-hmm. I yes. agree with you. That's a good one. Yeah. And it's a value to you. You know, it was, if it's going to make you happy, paint it. Right. I mean, what were the, Anita, what were you talking about that one time about the, the French something and it was painted black and it was actually worth more What because they were painting oh. it during what, Bastille Day or something well, like that? Oh, well, yes, the Louis yes. Philippe mirror, I bought a Louis Philippe mirror and it it was really inexpensive and it had been painted black. And I thought, well, and it was this really gummy black paint. And I thought, why would somebody paint this gorgeous antique, this hideous black color? Because I felt like it really <laughs> devalued the the piece. Well, it turns out it was painted black during the reign of Napoleon the Third when he lost Alsace. They painted all these pieces black, so that so actually it had meant, h- historical value. So the black was not original, mm-hmm. but the black was from the 1840s. So, yeah, that's a little different. So there you Although go. I did paint over the black a little bit with a little bit of because I really couldn't stand it. <laughs> oh, I couldn't stand the black, and but I painted it before I did a little research. So there you mm-hmm. go. So you knew. Here's one that I so, this is like my mantra. Some people believe, and I bet you quite a few, that once you decorate a room or your house, it's done. Well, if you're listening to this, that's probably not you. <laughs> but, well, maybe yes, maybe no. But it is your decorating a house is never done. It's think of it like your wardrobe. You know, you wouldn't wear things that you were, most of us wouldn't wear, except maybe a little black dress or something like that. Things that we wore 25 years ago, things, you know, the styles change. And I think decorating is an ongoing process, Mm -hmm. no matter how big or small it is. I just think we all desire to keep it fresh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 We all all desire (laughs) to keep it fresh. So don't believe that. And I always say that that's something like a mantra on my blog. If you think you're done, you're just fooling yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, right, because it it can become stagnant and it becomes boring if it's the same all the time. So even if you don't want to buy anything new, you can throw things around, mixing it from one room to another and get a whole new look. That's exactly right. Yeah, I agree with that one. I think that's 
That Kelly, do you have point. something else? Well, I, I it's maybe not so much a, of a myth, but kind of rifting off your okay. um, is it done? Mm-hmm. Don't don't think you don't don't think <laughs> how am I going to put this? <laughs> think about layering that it just one rug or or one pillow. Think about adding lots and lots of layers. So it's it's not just you know, one surface. You want to mm-hmm. keep adding. You want to add more textures. You want to throw another rug on top of it and experiment with that sort of look because that is really what's going to give you a designer feel. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you're rifting off of if you think you're done, you're really not. So exactly. take a look at things and see like, what else could I edit or curate to make it even look better. Right. So I guess that the idea would be the misconception as well. You have a sofa and you have a rug and you have two tables and you've got two lamps. Like you need oh, some boring, more. boring, boring, right? Right. right. Okay. Good. Yeah. I like that yeah. one. Um, I have another one and it has to do with white walls. And Kelly, you were talking about that, that white walls are boring or, you know, off white walls are boring. They are not boring. They're, They're not a boring. One, mm, mm, no, no, no. They're a wonderful backdrop for everything else you have in your home. Yeah, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. And I, art galleries, they have white walls. That's exactly right. And I think there's something, I don't know the exact number, but uh, 35,000 comes to mind that there's that many colors of white. So how could that be boring? Oh, yeah. And you know what? If you just had white walls and you had nothing in your room, well, that could be boring, right? Uh, but right, the right. point is that you need to listen to decorating tips and tricks and read magazines and get on <laughs> Pinterest and explore read and be brave in your decorating mm-hmm. and make it interesting. And that mm-hmm. is just going to let your other items shine. Having Actually, that's how I, I think of white walls, Kelly. They are just a foil for everything I put in it. And they, they really uh, make everything else stand, stand out and they recede back. Now you said they're coming forward, but you don't see the white. You're just talking about, um, as far as making your, how your room looks as far as its dimensions. But I also think that they're just a wonderful backdrop for every single beautiful thing you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think we get this idea that there's all these rules there that, really are not there. For example, in your dining room, I think we were all taught your dining room has to have a dining room table. It has to have chairs that match the dining room table. And then it has to have a china cabinet that matches your dining room table. And now you don't have to have a china cabinet if you don't want one. You can have a buffet. You can have nothing in there against the wall. And you can paint it like I did. It doesn't have to match. Right. And then your chairs don't have to match the table. In fact, I think it looks better if they don't. Your table doesn't have to match the china cabinet. I think it looks better if they don't. So many things that... Go ahead. I'm sorry, Nina. Well, I'm just... The point is, don't be afraid to go off road. And Anita, my chairs don't even match each other. Well, sure. And especially I have a if you bench, do... two chairs and two head chairs, mm-hmm. all different. Well, and I have the bench as well. So I mm-hmm. have a bench on one side, chairs on the other side. Some And another table, I have 
two sets of chairs that don't match a table that mm-hmm. has just four chairs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I've seen chairs done. I've seen tables done where each chair is different. Oh, I love that look. That. I, I I love that look so much. And they weren't, and they don't even have to be redone. Which I, well, that's I, what I love about. I them. mean, go, let's go one step further. Mm-hmm. Do you even have to use your dining room as a dining room? No, no I've seen dining rooms that. look like yeah. libraries. Right. Yeah. We talked or about you could it make it a study. Grave, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, you can use it however you want. I think there's, and I think there did used to be a lot of rules that now they're just not there. Mm-hmm. If you need an extra bedroom, if it's if it's not out in the open. Make it a bedroom. Well, you can put a curtain there. You could put oh, the barn sure. doors there. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways you could close it off if you needed to. Mm-hmm. But you're right. And- Your furniture does not have to come in a set. Actually, that's boring. Well, yeah. and we have a study as you come in the room. And I had them go ahead and put a full bathroom downstairs in our house and a closet off of our study in case it ever had to be used as a bedroom. And oh, I do smart have girl. the I do have sliding French doors there. I mean they're they're hung like barn doors, mm-hmm. but they're actually antique mm-hmm. French doors, but the glass is wavy. But I thought, well, if my mom or somebody ever had to live here, we could use that. And I would just put the bed right under the bookcase and then use the bookcase, yes. which is a built in as as a headboard. So, you know, that's another mm-hmm. thing that you could do just mm-hmm. a little bit differently. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Since I was talking about sort of spatial feeling with the colors of the walls, also Mm -hmm. you have to think about spatial relations with the size of the room. I think there is a misconception that if you have a small room, then you have to have small furniture. But if you have a small <laughs> furniture, it just looks like you have small furniture and you have a dollhouse. And it's That's not it, going yes. to make the room exactly. feel bigger because you have little furniture in it. Um, I think it's probably not going to be as comfortable. It's better to have big furniture regular sized furniture or even o- oversized furniture in a small room, it's actually going to make the and room- less of it. And less of it. Mm-hmm. Like we always have said, you know, less is more, bigger is better. In a small room, that should be underlined and highlighted because that is really the case. It's better if you have a small bedroom rather than putting in a little um, you know, twin bed or something like that, or a little, what's, what's the one in between, not queen, but a double, um, Mm -hmm. put in a queen. If you can get in a king, put in a king and put a large armoire, you know, it'll give you more storage than a regular dresser, Mm -hmm. you know, bring your eye up. So if you have a small room, please don't feel like you need to put tiny little sized miniature furniture in there. I think that's such a good point because I think that's what people tend to do. They think, oh, this room is going to be too small for a queen bed. As long as you can walk around it, it's not too small. Yeah. Yeah. And it does. I noticed one room in my house, I think it had a lot of leggy furniture in it. And when I took a picture of it, somebody said, it looks, this looks like a dollhouse. Is this a real room? Oh. Because all the furniture in the room looked a little too delicate. And I looked ah. at the picture and I thought, you know, you're right. It does. It looks off. So I put mm-hmm. some weightier furniture in that room. 
Mm. And like what you're always saying, Anita, is take pictures. They'll tell you all kinds of things. Oh, Isn't you know what? Literature? That is one of the best mm-hmm. tips because I, even though I do take pictures all the time, I mean, usually we're taking the picture of for the blogs and we're taking right. the finished picture. So, you know, if you've really worked on it and you've thought about it a lot, now I'm taking pictures because Anita has said that all as I go along and it really does make it quite obvious what Get out needs that to be smartphone, done. right? Mm-hmm. Get out yeah. Smartphone. Oh, yeah. All the and time. Here's, here's an overarching. Uh, people think that decorating rules, oh, they're made so you follow them. No. Uh, I think there's a lot of decorating rules that are great guidelines, really good guidelines, but they don't have their suggestions. They don't need to be followed. It's not like the decorating police are going to arrest you. So if you, if you are breaking a decorating rule, you know, and your room looks lovely, well, good for you. Absolutely. Yeah, because everybody's room is just like every person. Mm -hmm. Your room is different. It has a different shape. You have different light and all these things. So, you know, you need to try and experiment and there really are, you know, there were always rules, but there are really supposedly not any rules anymore. As Yvonne said, think about them as guidelines and try things and, Here's something to try. There's a misconception about not mixing patterns and prints, you know, a solid and mm. one print and whatnot. Mm-hmm. No, mix it all up. It's, see, it's, sometimes you might think, oh, if you wrote that down on paper, you'd be like, oh, that's not going to look good. But if you get swatches and you give it a whirl, it might just give the life that, that your room needs. It might give that designer look. It might really give it a little bit of an edge that will make your room spectacular, particularly if you've got the white walls. Mixing patterns and prints could be great. And, you know, I think you probably have more patterns and prints than you think. Because I was thinking, well, I don't really have a lot, like in my living room. And I started counting. I have much, I was surprised. Right. I Mm -hmm. have much more than I thought. Yes. It's just that they're neutral. So that really helps. Right. Yeah. And I think if you have, if you, everything matches a little too much, it looks a little too decorated. It's too staid. No, you know what that looks like? That doesn't look designer. That looks Mm -mm. like, you know, like model home. Right. Yes. Yes. Which I used to think, oh, if my house looked like a model home or a house in a catalog, that's good. And now I think, well, Mm -mm. I want it to look a little more lived in. And a little more well and uh, you have your, you have such a distinct style Anita you have honed and curated that style and you want that to shine but that's Here's but it. that's safe decorating too and I know I can't mm-hmm. remember the number episode we talked about being brave but you know having it kind of look like a model home it's pretty safe decorating yes you don't mm-hmm. necessarily always want to be on, in fact I think most of the time you don't really want to be on the safe side you want to have that little edge you want to have oh, that special so thing going well, on if your it house really sets looks it apart like everyone else's house if your house looks like a model home I feel like there's nothing to really give it personality. I I want someone to walk in your home and say, wow, this really looks like you. It's beautiful. It's unique. And you want people to go in and remember that, wow, look how she did that so different, how she used this piece of artwork or how she had her furniture arranged. It was really interesting. You really want it to kind of, I like people to come in and get excited about seeing something different. That's a very good point. 
I have another one, and it's you should stick to one style. Oh, you know, we're always seeing, and I even wrote a post on how to find your style, but in it I said, most of us don't have one style. And if you do, you really need to reconsider it because that's boring. Well, unless it's a style that you curated, cultivated, and it's your own look. Well, I'm I'm talking more like, do you have all farmhouse or all oh, yeah. like an off the shelf all- style mm-hmm. like here you go, go. Yes. here's room yes. in a box farmhouse here's room in a box <laughs> mid-century <laughs> mom. Room in a box. There you go. i think the beauty and we talked about it in episode um let me think 139 Whoa. that the yeah. beauty is in that mix we were talking about how to mix traditional um furnishing and decor oh, right. with contemporary yeah so do you and- remember the oh go ahead that's okay. Go right ahead. But well, do you remember the Granimals? Sure. Yes. <laughs> so they're the Granimals. They had yeah. these kids', kids clothes. clothes. And if you found a top with a dinosaur and a bottom Were with a dinosaur. Were they just kids' they- clothes? Because I think I dated someone that wore Granimals. <laughs> you knew somebody? Maybe his mom kept buying him Granimals. Yeah. Know. Or if the top had a bunny and the pants had a bunny, oh. then you knew that those two pieces would work together. Although sometimes I wish they had Granimals for my husband. Oh. <laughs> Bobby, t- Bobby, if left to his own devices, would wear everything brown. And I just said to him, you know, I usually don't say too much, but I said to him at one time, you may not wear everything brown from because he has brown hair from your head to your foot (laughs) but yes anyway so about we do not want houses that look like they you got them at um at whoever sold garanimal yeah you don't want your house garanimal that's right Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that's a real that's going to be one of our decor words garanimal right Oh, that's so funny. Like like um, cross-holidation. Um, you just thought up a new word. Yeah. Yeah. You don't hear it mm-hmm. much anymore, but yeah. Yeah. I don't How know. about that Sears? One. Maybe. I don't know who sold those. Oh, it might have been. <laughs> I've, I've got another one. How about this one, girls? Somebody says, I can't display my collections. Of course you can. You know, don't because have that they're, they're too tchotchke-ish. Well, of course you can, but boy, be careful about it because it, it, depending on how big your collection is, it can overcrowd, overtake a room. Well, here's the thing. You can, you can, and I mean, uh, like, let's take Hummels. If you love Hummels, put a Hummel in a vignette or put three that go together during a special time together in something and rotate them. Or if you like those little snow, like those little angel babies or something, I know people collect or pictures or whatever it is, you don't need your whole collection out. If it's large, right. Because Mm -hmm. I collect dishes and what I did and it was hard for me to do it at first, but I finally said, you know, I don't need all these dishes. I can't display them all. So I got, I cannot tell you how many dishes I sold. I decided I'm going to keep the best ones and the rest of them are going to go to new homes. Somebody let somebody else enjoy them because how many, you know, you can only use so much anyway. You can only dis- right. display so many. I have a family member that has Yadro, which is, they're very expensive figurines and they are so beautifully made. They're gorgeous. Now they're really not my thing, but there's one that I love. I think it's it's called Seventeen, and it's this beautiful girl. And I'm thinking, oh, like on a dresser that would look so pretty, even though it's you know not my style. But she has a 
a curio cabinet just stuffed full of them. You can't enjoy no, any you probably of can't them. Even enjoy wow. them right? And that's and just think how much money was spent on those. That's a lot oh, of money. Well, yeah, a lot of them she got for gifts because that was um like her thing. But what I'm saying is you can enjoy and you probably will enjoy them more if you just put one or two or three um in with another vignette somewhere or like something small on your nightstand that's part and and you can change them out. We say, you know, don't have a lot of tchotchkes, but, you know, maybe one put somewhere would be very nice. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, switch it out so you can enjoy and concentrate on and look at all of them um, one at a time to enjoy them more. Because I'm That's sure- That's a great our- idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're really showcasing in that. And if it's really special to you, then you have the time to look at it and yeah, or, or group them in maybe one, in if you want to put more out in different rooms, something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, having them all sort of smushed in a cabinet, you can't really enjoy them. No, they just, they're, over- it's just visual overload. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if they're all the same colors, then they begin to look like a big glob. And yes, Yadros have happened to be- if we're talking about something like that, they're basically the same colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So good, I think that's an point. excellent point. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think we that. stripped away a lot of the misconceptions today. I'm <laughs> sure there are more and, uh, as we go along, but I think we did a good job today. If anybody has any misconceptions or questions about them, just email us or call us and let us know. Mm, I'd love that. That's a good idea. And we're uh, just at, um, on that same sort of note, I'm sure in the early part of the new year, we'll be doing a reader's question episode, which tend to be pretty popular. So we love getting your questions and being able to answer them on air. So and your if tips. You, yeah, and your, your tips. tips. So if you have any questions or tips that you want to share, get them in now. And so we can get them on the roster for the next episode. Yes. And Remember, we we are so thankful for you. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. We're so glad that you're along for the ride with us. Enjoy our special treat for you as we provide these special episodes over the Christmas season. And we will be back live, or sort of live, in the new year. I always feel Remember, <laughs> not exactly live, but sort of, close enough. So remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody. We want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.